0: Thank you for tuning in to the First Love Podcast from First Presbyterian Church for March 22nd, 2020, with Reverend Jonathan Warren. Reverend Warren is continuing his series, Walking with Jesus, with a sermon titled, Into Nazareth. We are presenting the complete service instead of just the sermon today. All churches, as you know, and their members have been required to shelter in place We pray that you take away a message that will help you through this week and through this current crisis of the nation. We pray that all is well with your family, friends, and neighbors. God bless, and may you have a prosperous week.
1: First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois. We know the church more than a building, a living body, a family of caring, concerned people growing together in the love and service of Christ our Lord and our Savior. Please know that in-person worship and church activities are suspended for now until further notice, and the session will re-evaluate this decision on or before the All elders and deacons at First Presbyterian will be contacting members. We want everyone worshiping with us. To know that if you have a prayer request or a need please contact an elder a deacon any church family member the office or the reverend Warren here at first presbyterian church in our church we cling to the hope in our risen resurrected lord every hour and every day. Look at how you are seeing hope manifested in our community, our nation, our world. The hope of this now, this moment, as we responsibly live with social distancing, is in the blessed assurance that God does not distance himself from us. He is near us, around us, among us, within us. Lean in. In the meantime, this in-between time, this uncertain time, with the gift of time, draw near to God. Encourage someone every day. Be open to new possibilities of discovery and renew hope bring breathe, breathe in life, abundant and eternal. Let us worship God. with the ways of the world. Shepherd us, O God. Prepare us to follow you.
2: Amen. Christ gives us love and peace and grace. We give thanks that we are forgiven. We come here and are reminded at the baptismal font that we are a loved people, and Christ brings us together forgiven and giving us peace, know that you are forgiven, amen.
1: In our, our Savior, Savior Jesus. Jesus Christ. Amen. The scripture reading is from Luke, chapter 4, verses 14 to 21. Let us listen to the word of God. Then Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and the report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor.
3: He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives,
1: and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed grow free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be.
2: The gospel reading continues in Luke chapter 4. Before we stop the reading for a second, I want you to take a deep breath. with us in verse 22 all spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth they said is not this joseph's son jesus said to them doubtless you will quote to me this proverb doctor cure yourself and you will say do you hear also in your hometown, for things that we have not heard you did it the burning And he said, truly, I tell you, no prophet is accepted at the prophet's hometown, but the truth is, there were many widows of Israel in the time of Elijah when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was set to none of them except to a widow at Zarephath instead of There were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them were cleansed except Naaman in Syria. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built so that they might hurl him off the cliff. Jesus passed through the midst of them and went on his way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. This time we will have our children's home. what were you saying? I, I can't hear
3: you. Uh,
2: oh, I, I can't really hear you. What were you talking? Oh, I was, I was a little loud, right? Sorry about that. Now, I don't know if this happens in your house, but sometimes it's hard for us to hear one another. I don't know what it is, but sometimes we don't listen very well to our parents, our children, our spouses. I hope I'm not alone in this. I hope it doesn't just happen to our kids, but even for grown-ups, we don't always listen to our spouses, right? Now, this is the very thing that happens with Jesus. When he goes to his hometown of Nazareth, where he grew up as a child, know if you can believe it but jesus has this great important message to share and nobody in his hometown nobody from home likes to hear what he says nobody really listens to, the, to him it's kind of like having these headphones in and you can't hear anything can you believe that nobody wants to listen to what jesus has to say at this moment now most people in our house probably other places too get grumpy when someone doesn't listen so it's really important that we listen especially to our parents and to our family especially our church family and most importantly to jesus Sometimes we have to take away some of these distractions, like these headphones, or the screens, or uh, social media, or uh, all these things that are distracting us. So that we can listen to the really important things. Okay. Now I want us to wiggle, wiggle, wiggle those things, wiggle all the wiggles out and put them together. And let's pray. Dear God, we thank you that you love us. We thank you for all that you give to us. And we pray that we can listen to our family, that we can hear one another. But most importantly, we pray that we can listen to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Seven years ago, I went on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. My wife, Siobhan, was there recently. Traveling to Israel brought many Bible stories to life for us. Standing in the places where Jesus stood was I eye-opening. My hope is, as we continue this sermon series, is to take you on a walk with Jesus. So if you look at your last page in your bulletin, there are some photos of our trip. And we'll also show them on the screen. Why do you see a little bit of what Shalom and I saw. So today we're walking with Jesus in Nazareth. Now in Jesus' time, Nazareth was a small hodum town. This was a little town where Jesus grew up and was raised. It was the very place where his family went the synagogue as a child. But when I was on my tour of the Holy Land, before we actually stepped foot in Nazareth, our tour guide took us to an ancient town called Zebori, which is picture number five. At the time of Jesus, Zebori would have been the big town, the county seat, and Nazareth would have been a suburb of Zebori. Zebori was well-known as an educational site for Jews after Jesus' time. They're studying to be a rabbi would come to study here in this place. There's even a Talmudic reference to Zebori. And the Mishnah was completed here in the year 200, which is an important book for rabbis. Basically, Zebori was like the Princeton of religious training. Now, this place was very close to Jesus' hometown. In fact, if you look closely in this picture at the horizon,
3: you want you to see it. Right on the horizon, you can see little dots at the
2: top of the hill in the distance. That's the modern-day Church of the Annunciation in Nazareth. Zechoria so would have been easily a daily walk for Jesus from Nazareth. The word Zechorah. Live without fighting. It was known as community, a community peaceful living. After hearing his little buddy, I imagined how much that would have influenced Jesus' ministry. Jesus was studying the Torah, training to be a rabbi daily in to the town, that meant Live without fighting. Jesus was training in a place that would become renowned in the Jewish world, and I had no clue
1: that they even existed until I stepped there and I saw those ruins with my own eyes. Now,
2: modern-day Nazareth is a big town made famous by Jesus, and you can see me in picture number one in front of a beautiful panel door. I was very excited to be standing right there in Nazareth. We went into the building, which you can see in the second picture. It was one of the first four churches in the Holy Land built by Helena when Constantine declared Christianity the official Roman religion. Over centuries, it was destroyed and rebuilt several times. The current building was built on the very foundation of Mary's parents' house. Picture behind the communion table, you can see remnants of an old church building. And if you zoom in, you can see in the third picture the very place of the angel appears to Mary announcing Jesus' birth. This modern-day church of Annunciation was built in 1964 and Many world churches contributed to finance the construction. And picture number four is one of many mosaics of Mary and Jesus in the church, and this beautiful one is from Japan. Now, the final and sixth picture is from the church of the synagogue. Originally, the synagogue faced the temple of Jerusalem, and as it became a church, it was turned to the west, in I'm a small town pastor. It was such a small gathering place that there wasn't an ark which housed the scrolls of the scripture. On the Sabbath, when Jesus read, they would have brought the scrolls to be read from another place. Jesus was rabbi. And he was becoming very well-known in the region. When he comes back home, the small town, Many would have gathered. Many would have known his family. How many of you know, prophets are truth-tellers. Prophets aren't always viewed very favorably because truth-tellers don't always sugarcoat things. Today, Jesus stands up telling those in his hometown that he's come to fulfill these prophetic words of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, he says, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the fear of the Lord's favor. In fact, the crowd that's gathered isn't very happy at all by these words. He's nearly killed for speaking. Filled words, very people he knew and loved, the people of his home town. Now, in another place, Jesus said, "The truth will set you free." But in this case, the truth brings an angry mob attempting to kill him. Jesus knew what these truth-filled words would do. Yet he wasn't captive to hear the ways of the world. Today,
1: this day,
2: Jesus spoke the truth. Of sorts. Today, most of us are held captive in our homes. Each day brings more sickness and stress. We're learning that we don't have that much control over things. And things don't seem like I'll turn around anytime soon. It seems like our new set rhythm is in constant flux. Which, if you're anything like me, I have this tightness right here and here. A large part of my day. I worry about our children and our youth. I worry about parents and grandparents, I worry about our elderly, the most vulnerable and those who have limited resources, not only here in this country, in our town, but across the world.
1: And today, we
3: find ourselves
1: with our world
3: literally turned
1: upside down.
2: Now, people of Nazareth couldn't hear Jesus properly. I I don't know got swept up by their emotions, maybe they couldn't handle the truth, maybe chaos and fear drove them to that edge of town.
3: Right now, we know
2: what that feels like. Whatever it was, there's a lesson here for us today. It comes to us from Nazareth. When our world is literally turning upside down and during this pandemic, we must push away all that noise. All the noise of the world, we need to push it aside. We have to breathe. And pray. So that constant tension, right here, releases. And we do all of this so that we can listen to these promises that Jesus brings. The Word of God that Jesus brings to his hometown and to us today is the truth we need now more than anything. And it's shared by Jesus even at the risk of his own death. So let us listen. And know that he is the one who brings good news to the poor releases those in captivity gives recovery of sight to the blind and lets the oppressed go free
3: and amidst all
2: the chaos that this world brings jesus promises us release for those who are in christ cannot be held captive jesus promises us recovery of sight We're
3: given vision
2: even when we don't know what it looks like, or it doesn't look very clear, and Jesus promises us freedom for especially the most vulnerable. We are all set free. The elders and deacons of our church have been calling church members this week. They each have been given a list of names and phone numbers. They've been told to call these families. They've been checking in with everybody, asking you how you are doing. They're praying with each person or family. Now, Brad Smith is one of our demons, and yesterday he called me and told me that he was calling all the folks on his list. And while he was doing this, on the phone, he got a call from another deacon. She was calling to check in on him and his family. In this time, where we can't be together physically, it's more important than ever to speak God's truth to one another. We need to support each other and pray for each other. If you ever had a call from an elder or a deacon by Wednesday this week, call the church or me and let us know, Want to pray next with you. It's not just limited to our and deacons. Call and check in with one another. Share the truth of Jesus Christ. Now, during all of this, today. Today is our moment to listen to Jesus, to hear the truth, this prophetic word from Nazareth, to hear the promises that Jesus brings to us. Today, now is the moment where we will shed our fear and let go of the false sense of control, for we are not held captive, and today is our moment we take off the world's lenses which blind us May these prophetic words from Isaiah and the truth of Christ set us free breaking the bonds of captivity, and transforming us to live in the promises of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now let us join together by saying the Apostles creed with one another. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Make maker it. of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, Lord, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was, was crucified, dead, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day He rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven
3: and sits at
2: the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence He shall come to the judge the quick and the dead. and music elders to write our pastoral prayer today. And I wonder if there are people in our congregation who would like to help with writing prayers for our services. If not for our services, possibly for a daily prayer. If you have interest, please contact our office or worship and music elders. During this prayer, I will say Lord, in your mercy, which I will invite like you to respond, hear our prayer. Now let's quiet our hearts and turn to God in prayer. Creator God, who makes your home among mere mortals, hear our humble prayers, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Move over and within the waters of fear, of panic, of uncertainty, Calm the waters and calm us as we pray for all people of the world to try to listen to your voice and heed your call Equip us almighty God to turn our panic into prayer Our fear into faith building Our physical isolation into spiritual connection Oh undeserving pour out your grace remind us of our identity in Christ. We the gift of God within us. For you did not give us the spirit of fear and timidity, but the spirit of power and love and self-control. May the church universal be a common presence, a radiant light, a beacon of hope, a balm of compassion. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. Our of power and authority, we pray for world leaders as they work with health care organizations and the medical community for the common good of all humankind. We pray for researchers and biologists to whom you give wisdom and insight, for your power of love and mercy and intelligence into our world of living of these days. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Out of compassion, we pray for doctors, nurses, medical staffs, first responders, those in the front lines around the world, tasked with the testing and treating, grant them protection, gentle spirits, and peace for them and their families. May we move with compassion to pray, to encourage, to connect in healthy ways that you might be glorified. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Out of compassion, we pray for doctors, nurses, medical staff. Out of provision, may hey, we have all that we need: enough doctors and nurses, enough caregivers, enough medical equipment and supplies, enough food and clean water, enough patients. And strength. We look to you, from whom our strength comes, Lord, in your mercy, to hear our prayer. Out of healing, we pray for those who suffer in body, mind, and spirit. alleviate the suffering of those who are ill, comfort the brokenhearted, strengthen the suffering, pour out your healing power and presence in our world today. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our prayer. A our family, we pray for parents and grandparents who working and caring for children, for those whose jobs have been suspended. We pray for children as they navigate a the change in routine. We pray for the elderly, for all who feel disconnected from any family. We pray for the church, for brothers and sisters in Christ, for our clergy who seek to shepherd the people today and always, surrounded by great God's of witnesses, remind us of your liberating hope. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God, our still small voices, in these moments of silence, we pray before you our unspoken love, the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. It is your faithfulness, your love, your compassion, that we boldly proclaim as we humbly come before you, the throne of grace today. Mercifully accept these prayers of your people for the people. Blood God, as we dwell in your presence and to whom our needs are known before we even ask. Guide and stir us with your Holy Spirit, that we may become love and light and life in Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, who taught us to pray, saying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I want to invite you as a call to offering to encourage you, to please continue your financial contributions by sending your offering to the church. And this is our time. I want give our tithes and our offerings. Let us give of our whole selves
3: to our God.
1: God of our waiting, receive our monetary gifts, that they may bring the goodness of your ministry to your world. Receive also the gifts of our transformed lives, as we open our hearts to perceive our short sightedness. Give us the vision to offer our lives in service of you. Light our path and shine through our eyes as we follow you. Amen.
0: more information about First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, please call 217-245-4189 or you can email us at office at firstpressjax.org. That's O-F-F-I-C-E-F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot Our street address is 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, zip code 62650. We have adult and children's Sunday school from 9 to 10 a.m. on Sundays, with Sunday services starting at 10 a.m. There is also daycare available. Our website is www.firstpresjax.org. Please come and visit us when you're in the neighborhood. We look forward to seeing you. God bless and have a great week.